As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour podcast featuring Dave Cariello, Andrew Juge, Ralph Malbro, and when he decides to show up, Kevin Held. We are the perfect blend of saint sincerity and stupidity. At least Dave has the decency when he eats on the podcast. He's smashing a bag of Sorry. Sour Patch Kids and a Jolt Cola. Jolt. They don't even make that anymore. I was trying to be stealth, but but um, you guys caught me. But no. I smell my own. And now, here's your host, Ralph Malbro. Oh, goodness. It's another edition of Saints Happy Hour Podcast. We got a new open, new sound drop. I do not sound like I'm in a tin can at the bottom of the ocean. We have gone back to the old, trusty $19 headset. So hopefully audio will be crystal Wait, clear. you're not even using the old, you're not even using the new headphones? You just gave up on them? You were like, fuck it. It wasn't a headphones. It was a, it was a Yeti microphone. I haven't given up. I just, we had to put Yeti a, like the cooler, like they make microphones and you thought that would be a good idea to, to buy a yeah. microphone for the same company that makes coolers and double insulated tumblers. Yeah. I mean, if you, <laughs> are you telling? Are you telling me the, the have a, Are you telling me drinking a beer and sitting in ice wasn't a good idea for a podcast? <laughs> Jesus, that's what it is. I knew- what is it? What's a Yeti microphone? Is that like a brand that I'm supposed to know? It's. I mean, it's a it's a brand of microphone. It got, it's highly recommended. It's got good prices and and uh, it'll work. Me the, the Jake Madison from Locked On Pelicans. He was nice oh, enough I know to help him. the old man that I am try to fix it. We identified the problem. I just can't solve the problem. So, um, but we'll get it. We'll get it figured out. I think you sound perfect, man. Sometimes less is more. So yeah, now he does because he's back to his regular microphone. Yeah, sometimes so, yeah. you don't so, need yeah. to spend a hundred dollars on a mic. Sometimes nineteen dollars is what needs to happen. So, uh, so Dave, I gambled on the new microphone and lost. But if I wanted to gamble and win online, where would I go? Oh, if you wanted to gamble and win and make a ton of money, uh, I think uh, you ought to go to our friends at SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of, uh, wait a minute. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> no, I got the other one, too. I'm just, re- I'm just reading the wrong one. Uh, <laughs> you just you just went full, Ralph. <laughs> you never go you full, went, Ralph. You man. went, Ralph, to a level <laughs> that Ralph hasn't gone. <laughs> hey, Ralph, here's a new opening. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's try, let's try again. Uh, well, look, if you want to go gamble and win some money, uh, go to our friends at MyBookie. Uh, we don't always know who's going to win, but we do know where to go, and that's MyBookie. Between their live in-game betting, endless props, and fantasy sports wagers, there's something for everyone. With the best player perks in the sportsbook business, they've been good to us, and we know they'll be good to you. So now they're hooking our listeners up all month. Visit MyBookie.ag and use the promo code HAPPY25 when creating your account to claim your 50% bonus. Laying down $100, you've now got an extra 50 in play. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E.ag. AG promo code happy 25 you play you win you get paid dave if you do that about once i, once I read that the, about once, six once more I months i might have to ad. start reading the ad again <laughs> once i figured out what ad i'm supposed to read i did a good job <laughs> dave you were like the saints of the first half <laughs> just call me the comeback you know just a fucking disaster from start to finish. Uh, the Saints. I'm like the only shining, shining light in the entire uh, on the entire team. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna. Am, am I correct, Ralph? That as bad as you have been doing the ads, you've never read the wrong ad. Mm, I think you've that's never actually... attributed an ad to the wrong company, have you? I think. I think one time I read the my bookie ad, but I gave out the SeatGeek. Discount code. 
so I mean, I so, I so just Dave like really did go full Ralph then. I yeah, like Dave could uh, he did, but I mean, this is the first time. Like he has to do it month after week after week after week. Before well, that we that's our open next week, just so you know. <laughs> so um, I want to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna name drop, and but it's but it makes. I'm gonna. It makes a point. I promise. So I woke ooh, up. This- ooh, hold on, hold on. Fredo just uh, said in the chat that Dave went Teddy Bridgewater. Oh <laughs> man, that is too bad. soon. <laughs> Dave, are you are you are you running a fever? I'm, are you feeling? Yeah, bad? I'm, feeling, I'm feeling a little sick, Ralph. You honestly, you should have pulled me earlier from that ad. You should have pulled me earlier. <laughs> Shouldn't let it go that far. It's bad on me. I'm I am the host and and kind of like the head coach, so it's on me. I'll take uh, I'll take full responsibility for now, that. Now, when they said that Bridgewater was sick, are we talking like Yakin, Like Yakin are we talking like the, the, the sniffles, or are we talking like Marburg virus here? <laughs> are we talking MRSA? Are we talking like are we talking Lasha? like shits? Are we you know, I mean, like he needed to be. We needed to be. Sean Payton needed to be more specific. And what filovirus from the from Sudan are we talking about here? <laughs> the bird flu. Like, does he have like the Zika? Does he have Ebola? I mean, mad mad cow. Someone in the chat room. <laughs> Cleveland Browns level MRSA. <laughs> I mean, this. He looked. He looked so bad, and Taysom Hill looked so good that Taysom Hill was on the fucking front of ESPN.com as being the future of the Saints. And uh, I had Bomani Jones from ESPN DMing me, asking me about, uh, "Is this really going to happen?" Which uh, that's my that's my name drop. I was I was super excited that people actually. Why, think- why is he going to you? You only came in second in the Ralph, Nola. Ralph is, a, Ralph is a, his Saints guy, man. I'm his Saints guy. You think, well, think Bomani's going to GM Let's East? Yeah, that would be my first. That would be my first DM immediately to Let's East. The guy, the guy's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> that well, maybe so, the, maybe the thought so is that he's too big of a winner for a guy like Bomani, so Bonnie has to go. Bomani has to go second level. Yeah, he has to settle. Talking. For Ralph, because he knows way, Ralph will respond. Some kind of way, we ended up talking about Aaron Brooks, and I uh, was standing for Aaron Brooks. But my point was that all it took was Taysom Hill looking good for a fucking half, and everyone, including the rest of America, apparently lost their minds. Taysom Hill was trending all day on the Twitters. Like it was, it was amazing. To see, like, I knew that Saints fans were gonna go ape shit over him, but like to see America kind of do it, it was it was a little shocking. Well, everybody loves a quarterback that can run. He's like he's like the second coming of Archie Manning. That that run he had the for like twenty five yards, you know, where he broke a cut, he escapes the pocket. Yeah, it's it, the longest. Breaks the like game. two tackles, goes around the edge. A guy tries to chase him from behind, like maybe. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. He clips his ankle, doesn't bring him down. He outraces a linebacker to the sideline. Yes. He he's like a Vic that, that's harder to tackle. He's like a he's like Cam Newton crossed with Vic when he runs the ball. It's just so weird because like he's a big guy. And so yeah. it's always surprising to see him doing these like cutbacks or 
uh, or whatever he's doing to avoid tackles, and it's like he's surprisingly nimble for a guy of his size and shape. So fast. I don't. Um, the thing is with him is every time he gets out the out the pocket, he's so athletic. It's gonna be hard for him to be like. No, I just need to get out of bounds because he's going to be like, if I make this dude miss, I'm taking this to the house, wherever he is on the field. And I don't know like, how you unlearn that if you're as good an athlete as him. Yeah. And I mean, I would say, you know, it's preseason and he's not going up against the best of the best. So, I mean, I would say that I would I would be worried and, and I would question whether or not he could do this uh, in the regular season against, uh, you know, other teams starting players. But I mean, he's we've seen him do this in the regular season. I mean, it's not like he hasn't done this before, like last year. Um, so my, my opinion about him is that. And, and this isn't a world where he's a starting quarterback, right, where a team is counting on him to. Uh, take them to the playoffs and be their quarterback for 16 games plus. I, I just think I would worry that his style of play would be unsustainable, that it would be an injury waiting to happen. And so he, he, he would have to learn, and I believe that he could. I mean, he's not an idiot. He's a smart guy. You know, and I, 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 think, I think he would have to learn, and it's, I think it's difficult for him right now to turn this off, specifically because um, the role that he has on the team asks him to be a wildcat quarterback, asks him to take hits, asks him to run down the field on special teams and blow people up and try to make a tackle. So um, right now the Saints, based on what they're asking him to do most frequently in games that matter, they're hardwiring him to be physical. Um, I think in a world where he maybe graduates to become this team's starting quarterback, and I'm not saying he's there or that's going to happen, but if it did, uh, he would have to learn to take care of himself. And I just think... With a guy like that where he believes he can break every tackle and he can run dudes over, um, he's going to have to uh, make the, uh, the the business decision, as they call it, more well, often. Here's here's the thing for me, Dave, and I, I'm so focused on – I don't need, like I know the future, whatever, but to me, seeing him throw the ball as good as he did, like – I got I get so excited about the trick plays that Sean Payton can cook up because I know when he comes in the game at quarterback, teams are going to be so petrified of him running the ball. Saints are going to have dudes running wide open, and my question has always been, can Taysom Hill just hit a wide open Teddy Ginn down the seam or a Cook down the seam or whoever? And I was like, I don't know if he can. Now I look at it, I think after this game, I'm pretty sure he will be able to do it. Wasn't there... Maybe Andrew, the the brain, the memory will remember this, or you, Ralph. But wasn't there a game last season where he had somebody wide open and he threw him, and he, yes. and it was a miss. Yes, Camaro. Yeah. He missed him by like twenty yards. He yeah. also hit he him beautifully in the playoff game. It didn't count because they had a motion. So they had a, they had a formation so, penalty. But um, I mean, my answer to your question, Ralph, is yes, he can make those throws, but. I don't. I still don't trust in the consistency. I don't think the consistency is there. Well, I think that's Ralph's point. I mean, I, that was the first time we really saw it from him. I mean, that that was the best he's ever played quarterback that I've watched. Right. And that and was that the first like time. He was a little Hill late when on, the, on the Texas touch, when the he was at BYU throw. and he cut Texas to shreds. That's what he looked like there on on yesterday. Yeah. And, and, and I think, and Dave, yeah, I agree with you. There were times where, I mean, you can nitpick, you can find stuff where you're like, yeah, right. he wasn't, he wasn't great here, but that was the first time where I felt like, okay, I, I could see, I could see it. I could see what Sean Payton sees. And I actually do believe he has the potential before yesterday. I have never felt like I could see him being a real NFL quarterback. You could I just, see. I, I never felt like yeah. he had the consistency in the pocket or the accuracy throwing to ever be a starting quarterback in the league. And yesterday was the first time I felt like, okay, the nuts and bolts are there. If, if he can improve, if he can develop consistency, he actually has the talent to do it. So Taysom Hill looked awesome. We talked about Bridgewater having a mystery illness and being terrible. Uh, also terrible, Dave, me and you, our UDFA uh, adopted sons were either MIA, your son, little Jordan, or my son, 
Uh, I think he might have had to walk back from Los Angeles after fumbling in the red zone. Um, so I worry that Andrew's son is in prison in Wyoming and is in the lead to make the roster over what's the UDFA. What's wrong with mine? What's, 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 what was so bad about Lil' Jordan? He, he caught a pass. Yeah. I think the big problem with Lil' Jordan is he never gets in before the late in the third quarter. Which tells you that all these guys, Emmanuel Butler, Austin Carr, um, you know, Simi Cobbs, they, they were all seeing the field before him. But I don't think I don't think that uh, I don't think that that means that uh, they're necessarily ahead of him on the depth chart. I mean, I think they're just trying to give everybody enough time and, and you know, with all different kinds of. Uh, people out on the field but I mean he had he had one I mean he was only targeted the one time and he had the one catch and he he stretched out he made a nice catch he got the first down uh and you know let's talk about Emmanuel Butler 0 for 3 it's true (laughs) drop one that hit hit him in the goddamn hands I mean Emmanuel Emmanuel Butler is like he's done forget it he's a you can't really blame Emmanuel Butler on that crossing route where he was wide open and Bridgewater missed him by so much. I thought it was Cam Newton with throwing left-handed. <laughs> That's terrible. Um, Smith only got one target too. So, I mean, you know, like it's, it's still totally wide open and I, I really, I, I really do think Will Jordan is, uh, you really do sound like his dad. God. He's he's in not there. giving up. But you know, I, I will say uh I would play my boy enough. They're not playing my boy enough. I would have said that Granderson <laughs> was still in the lead uh after the first game because the Saints pass rush was non existent. Um but I think we saw enough from Trey Hendrickson and Wes Horton in this game that like, those two at least flashed uh to where the Saints may be like, look, if you can't get out of jail <laughs> anytime soon, like we, we might have guys that can get a sack here and there. Uh, I mean, Azigbo had some good runs, and if he wouldn't have fumbled in the red zone, I'd feel pretty good about him. But he's, he's done-zo. Um, here's a question for, for, um, for, uh, yeah, not going to work here anymore anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Mr. Mike. Is, can we, are we going to play that for Cheryl's, Andrew, in a couple weeks? I think we are. I think Deontay Harris is your return, man. Uh, Dave, do you agree with that? Or do do you think that Harris is the return guy unless he fumbles? Which Sean Payton, by the way, mentioned that he wasn't happy that he apparently let a punt hit the ground. Um, Mm. But do you feel like – do you agree with Andrew that Deontay Harris is the guy? Yep, I agree wholeheartedly with Mr. Juge. Yeah, I mean, hey, it's it's, uh, great that – they got Cheryl's and the whole point there was that the return game was anemic for a long time. And they went out and they got a guy that's been really good for a long time. And it was a great idea. And I was really excited about it, but uh, he's hurt and he's not practicing. And there's a guy in there right now that's been kind of lights out and he's been electric every time he's caught the ball. And, you know, I, I don't see how you could even contemplate, keeping Cheryl's over Deontay Harris. How, did, Harris how right did Harris not have 50 kick returns for touchdowns in Division Three? Like, Yeah, he only there, had 30, right? Yeah. I mean, how is he not running every kickoff? Or, or were teams just like, nah, you've already returned one. We're just kicking out of bounds, and you can have the ball at the 40. Because he is clearly NFL talent. Playing at Division Three is just ridiculous. Um but those are the good things. Dave, I'm worried about P.J. Williams and Patrick Robinson. I know it's preseason. I know it doesn't matter. <laughs> but those two guys scare me because P.J. Williams looked god-awful yesterday. Patrick Robinson looked a little slightly better than god-awful. But that's that's corner three and four, and it was bad. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess the only hope is like, I mean, PJ is playing, I, I, I mean, in the regular season, you're going to have Lattimore and Crawley and PJ is going to be more of a nickel guy or whatever, or a slot guy. Um, and so I'm going to 
hope I'm not a big X's and O's guy and I didn't rewatch the game or anything, but I mean, I'm going to hope that PJ Williams in the game yesterday is playing more of your traditional cornerback role. And that's not necessarily what he's going to be asked to do uh, most of the season. Now, if somebody gets injured and he's got to jump in that role, yeah, that, uh, that could be an issue. Um, Patrick Robinson. I mean, I, I, I like, like I, I said this since the day they re-signed him. Uh, I, I've never felt good about this. He just sucks in a Saints jersey. It's like yeah, a... yeah, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> I, we, I need just... a, we need. We Is is he going to become? Is Patrick Robinson going to become a verb of like Saints players that leave and come back? We'll be we'll be like, oh my god, is he going to is he going to Patrick Robinson it? Like, I, I... Uh, we just the Saints just got Robinson. <laughs> Somebody says Andrew sounds like he's coming out of a tunnel, so it's not me. So that makes me feel good. Um, Andrew got it fixed, though it's fine. Um, Andrew, Cat Terrell, she returns from Cincinnati from the Athletic, and the Saints have like six dudes get injured. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But as far last as- time she was reporting on the team was the last year they were at the Greenbrier. Just saying. <laughs> I mean, the Saints had they had Beagle get hurt. They had two offensive tackles. They had uh, uh, Craig Robinson. Craig Robertson. And one other person that I'm forgetting. Mario Edwards. Mario Edwards. And Craig Robinson, Deuce McAllister reported that he told the trainers he heard something pop, and that's never good. Um, oh, Jesus. So I guess my question is, I'll start with the two offensive lineman injured most fans will be like ah it's just nobody's you know it's a guy they just signed and ola who whatever doesn't matter but where does that put you in your thoughts about the offensive line who are you asking andrew i'm asking you it makes me nervous uh i mean it just you know it's one of those things where no those aren't guys you're counting on and those are those aren't critical players and but Michael Ola makes me a little nervous because that's your backup tackle. That's a guy that made the team last year, and he's a guy that was at least fighting for a roster spot that I, I believe had the inside track on being the primary backup tackle. And so now you've got to go potentially one lower in the pecking order and count on a guy. If Because the thing is, with Teron Armstead, he's already rolled his ankle in the very first preseason game. And we know every, every Saints fan knows – all too well, his history. What is going on? What is happening? I was just saying I'm playing the breaking news sound because uh, the Saints are one more offensive line injury from signing Bryce Harris. <laughs> oh god I that mean, would be a great thing. that would be a great way uh i see uh kdh pictures just said he's not too crazy about breeze playing against greg williams on saturday and uh man having bryce harris back in time for the greg williams blitz package would be i mean the thing is greg williams and sean payton they pretend like they made up but they ain't made up shit they are still mortal enemies forever and greg williams is gonna blitz their fucking ass and sean payton is gonna cook up plays to try to embarrass greg williams on said blitzes it's not like it's not a regular season game but it'll be dave i think as is as intense as a third preseason game can possibly be because those two dudes hate each other Mm, i don't know i mean I agree with you that they hate each other, and that was made obvious when the Lion King was played in the Superdome. Um, but uh, I, uh, I think that I think that they're, they're both. <laughs> I think that they're still both coaches, and uh, I don't think anybody would want to put anybody at risk or get injured. So I. I I think you're maybe you might be being a bit dramatic. And what's a little bit of injury risk when you can be petty as fuck? You know? <laughs> I mean, I hate to be on, I hate man. to be Mr. Sensible. <laughs> can I can I ask why um 
JT Barrett isn't on this roster. Yeah, I mean, like you've I, got a quarterback that's deathly ill and played like Cam, like he was Cam Newton throwing left-handed because he was so sick. And then you have Taysom Hill, and like I'm not going to lie, after that failed two-point conversion, I really didn't want him back out there. You know, like I was, I don't want him taking another hit. Like he looks awesome. That's great. But like, we're counting on that guy. I really am not interested in him playing deep into the fourth quarter. And now you're going up against Greg Williams for a game, for a full game. Like why not have JT Barrett take some of those hits? Yeah, no, totally. Um, it, and I know, I know he got picked up by another team. So I know that's not an option, but it's just like, I just don't understand I know maybe they wanted to get a closer look at Hill and Bridgewater, I guess. But, like, if you're not going to play Breeze at all, why not have a fourth quarterback in the mix? No, it's that's a fair, it's a fair point. I mean, the thing is, to me, is you got, like, they have the, like, like, you know, you you we were arguing, me and you, Andrew, about the bottom of the roster, and people were saying, "Oh, why do they have a backup fullback to, to Zach Line? They, they know that the, the that Zach Line is the fullback. Why do they need another fullback on the roster? You know, they could have a wide receiver or something else." And you know, your point and my point to the guy on Twitter was, "Look, Zach Line, he can't take all the reps at fullback in practice. You got to have multiple ones, and that's a case where you needed a third quarterback." Uh, especially for a preseason game when the roster's 90 because Teddy Bridgewater was sick. And it wasn't like he woke up Sunday and was like, I'm dying, coach. It was They knew it for two days. So I just – I mean, maybe they didn't want to fly somebody out or I don't know, like maybe that's it. Yeah, it just, well, I mean, I understand that like it might have been hard to get someone up to speed that quickly. And so – you want to be somewhat professional about it, but I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, though, um, that backup fullback is valuable because if something happens to sack line, they've got to have someone that knows the playbook. They can come in and, and at least execute on the plays. So, um, But, you know, I, I, I thought it was too bad they let JT Barrett go. I just think in preseason, you really need three guys. And Breeze hasn't taken a single snap. So if he's not going to play at all, then you really need to have a third guy. Yeah. I mean, Jason Hill complicates this because he's, like, really valuable to the offense. He's, like, their X-factor gimmick player. Well, he – Jason Hill's irreplaceable. I know he's a third-string quarterback, but it makes it really problematic having him in there in the fourth quarter. We argued about this when me and Andrew did our top 10 most valuable Saints players on the roster, which, by the way, if you sign up for the podcast, sign up $7 a month. You get a podcast every day. Sign up at $10, and you get Andrew's grades, which are posted, by the way, and me and him will do a special podcast that you will get on Wednesday reviewing his grades. They're all free. Uh, do it now. Sign up for $10. You get grades. You get a koozie. You get a magnet. You get a screensaver. It's awesome. Do it already. Cindy, Jonah, and Clark did it yesterday. They're smart. You should be too. Um, so that's that, that's my point, Andrew, is, is they, they just – he's so valuable that – He's irreplaceable. Like and and I'm like Cam Jordan. As great as he is, they will plug somebody else in, and hey, they will play defensive end. If can if if Taysom Hill gets injured, all your fun trick plays on special teams are gone. All your fun yeah. trick plays on offense are gone. They cannot do that with anyone else. They, so, they don't bring in like uh, Dwayne Washington to run the Wildcat. You know, that's <laughs> true. Although that could be interesting. Willie Sneed once threw a pass in a playoff game. Uh, I thought. So. I'm watching this uh, Packers-Ravens preseason game, and NFL.com did a poll and asked who they thought was going to lead the Ravens in rushing yards this season, and it was 100% in favor of Mark Ingram (laughs) over uh, over Hmm. Lamar Jackson and uh, what's his name, Gus... uh, Gus No, no. Their other running back, I forget his name, Gus something. Uh, I anyway. should probably figure out who that is before my fantasy draft. 
So yeah. Dave, whenever you see Mark Ingram. What about today? Is today the worst day of your life? <laughs> yeah. Well, and so Ralph, so I was, and that's why I brought this up because Ralph, I know you listen to the Ringer podcast. I do. And like, and they're totally, they're like all in on the Ravens and their rushing attack because, you know, statistically, they say that the Ravens are like the only team in the NFL that are rushing, that's actually like increasing their. Their Running, workload yeah. and, uh, on the ground, and uh, and they're expecting the Ravens to be like the leading rushing team. And so, obviously, uh, if Mark Ingram is going to be the leading rusher of the of the highest rushing team, then he's a guy you want on your fantasy team. Is what they're basically saying. I mean, if Mark Ingram runs for twelve hundred yards, Dave, you might be inconsolable by Thanksgiving. I'm I'm gonna be annoyed. I'm gonna. I'm going to be annoyed because uh, I said this at the time they traded him. I think that there was a miscommunication, and I think that the Saints would have definitely paid to have kept uh, Mark Ingram on this team for what the Ravens only paid. And, Andrew, in the Saints Happy Hour Fantasy League, will you be drafting Mark Ingram high? Yeah, absolutely. I'll take him. So If, I, if I'm giving you two-to-one odds, who are you taking, Ingram or Latavius Murray rushing yards? Like when you say two to one odds, like what the hell noise was that? What the hell did you just do? I just sounded like I just did like the the Hannibal. I just did like the Hannibal Lecter. I just had did the Hannibal Lecter. I had her with a nice fava beans. Sounds like we need a new soundbite. Yeah. So, but, like, I think Ingram's going to run for more yards than, than and Murray, no doubt, because I, I just don't think Murray is going to get the volume that Ingram gets. I think the more interesting thing is, will Latavius Murray be within 400 yards of Ingram? That's a more interesting wager. I don't think so. I don't think so because I do think Mark's going to have a pretty good year this this season. And no, I, uh, I meant sorry, I didn't mean two to one. Like, and sorry, I didn't mean two to one in terms of um, payout. I meant two to one in terms of if I told you like he would have to have less than double. Uh, so I meant two to one in terms of just yardage output. So, for example, if Ingram ran for eight hundred yards and Latavius Murray ran for 401. Latavius Murray would win that bet. Yeah, I'd take Latavius Murray because I think Latavius Murray. Just looking at him in the preseason, I think he's going to run for. I think he's going to run for 600, and he's going to catch 300. So he's going to have not. Yeah, I, have, I think Latavius Murray might catch a lot of balls this year. Yeah. Of course, I could draft him and then put the Ralph the Marlboro fantasy stink on him. Although I did it with Kamara two years ago, I I I spent like thirty something dollars when he was a rookie in our um our auction league, and people laughed at me, and he was amazing. So maybe my my ability to curse the Saints has passed. Um, yeah. So I texted Andrew yesterday because. My fantasy team that I have, and I only play in one league, and it's with all my friends, and we play for money, and uh, I cannot... Is there anything be... else you play for in fantasy besides money? No. I mean, you know, some people play for fun. <laughs> That's uh, And so I can't be at my draft. I have to be doing something for work, and I'm going to be totally indisposed. And, like, I really don't want to set it to auto-draft. That's, like, the worst thing in the world. Uh, so I asked Andrew. Andrew is I trusted most in this whole world to draft for my fantasy team. Uh, and he, he's, uh, he's, he's got family. He's got to take pictures with his family. Like he's never taken a picture with his family before. Like he doesn't oh, know what his family looks like. Dave, you don't, don't want me. Started. I could draft for your fantasy team. No, in fact, I said, I said, I, I said, I would probably rather auto draft than have Ralph draft for my team. <laughs> Fredo says respect, Ralph. You play for respect. <laughs> So now I gotta I find somebody else. I just want. I'll, pro- I'll, I'll probably do it, Dave. Okay. I well, before I, I ask money. anybody else, I, I'm, I'll get a definitive answer. But yeah, it should be four thirty your time because it's three thirty. So. 
Let me ask you, like for fantasy football, and this is for anybody in the chat room, have you ever had a fantasy draft go so badly that like halfway through it, you you give up and you just don't care because your team's already a disaster? Has that ever happened to either of you? Mm. No, just me. No. Just you. <laughs> I'm so I'm so terrible at fantasy. One year though, I want to like I want to just take flyers. On, you know, I, I want to like draft all of the players on all the teams uh, that are like so hyped up during preseason. Uh, but but they might not even actually make the roster. I just I want to I want to draft all those guys one season. I want to do a team one year. I I I've thought about doing it in the Saints Happy Hour League for a couple of years, but I haven't had the the guts to do it. I want to name my team the Hate Wagon. And I just want to draft players that I hate, and I just want to root against my fantasy team every single Sunday. Hate watch your team? Yeah, like it would be like Matt Ryan and Julio. I'd have Cam Newton as my quarterback. Greg Olson would be my tight end. I'd probably have like a couple Steelers because I hate them. Maybe maybe Brady. Maybe you got to stack up on some Alabama guys. Yeah, the hate. I just think the hate wagon is a fun name for a fantasy team. I might I might do that in one of the the uh, the Saints Happy Hour leagues just to enter just to entertain the folks uh, during the draft. Um, Andrew, if 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 half the Saints fans were uh, started a team called Hate Wagon, their starting quarterback would be Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> it's so true. My e my email today from my Channel Four column was just people saying I told you so after I said that Teddy Bridgewater was the quarterback of the future last week. I had like a dozen emails of people just saying I told you so, cursing at me in, in all caps. It's great. I knew it was I know it's football season when I get hate email and people are sending me injury breaking news in the DMs trying to get me to they think I'm like a reporter or some shit and I'm going to break their fake news uh that some Saints player lost a limb or something. Um Andrew it- I'm, I was just going to say, I'm real interested in where Teddy Bridgewater goes from here. I'm, I'm willing to accept that he was sick. Um, and, you was know. That, um, was, wouldn't, they, wouldn't they normally mention that? On, oh, I guess they don't do injury reports. So there you go. Forget it. I was yeah, Sean, Sean Payton said it after the game. You knew that, right? Yeah, after the game. Okay. Not yeah. the game. He said it after the game, and then Bridgewater confirmed it. I know, but what I'm saying is, is like, I'm, you know, if we're questioning whether that's a bullshit excuse or not, uh, I was thinking like it was, if it was regular season, that might be like on the official injury report, but it's preseason. They don't do any of that shit. So right. Yeah. They don't say if you miss practice with the illness right. or whatever. Yeah. So well, I, I just feel like I'm willing to accept that, I guess, but you really can't sugarcoat it. And I, I'm like a defender of, Bridgewater. I, I thought he played well in the first game. He kind of convinced me that he was going to be solid. Uh, he was, I, you can't sugarcoat it. You know, you really you have to call it as it is. And as a Bridgewater supporter, he was awful. I mean, he looked inept. Inept is the only word I can use um, to, to describe his performance. And so as we move forward, like he's got two games now left to show better tape than that because. He's kind of he's costing himself next offseason. The only thing worse than Teddy Bridgewater's performance is the way Eric Polson treats me on the morning show for Channel Four. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> um, that could be in the open. Teddy Bridgewater, I, I don't think I, I think yesterday may have killed his market in the offseason. Like he may n- not have much options besides if the Saints want to give him a one or two year deal or whatever. You know, Breeze stays or goes. So I, I mean, it was it was it was bad. And and the thing is, the the people won't remember that he was that he's sick. They'll just remember that tape when they're looking at to evaluate him. You know, um, Andrew. One thing that me and you we wanted to, to talk about when we were discussing things today: um, offensive line, not the injuries. Uh, Nick Eason. And Will Clapp. One of them's looked really good, and one of them's looked like dog shit. And I gotta say, <laughs> I'm surprised at where we are with those two. Yeah, Easton got roasted by a guy and got Taysom Hill sacked um, late in the second quarter on that two-minute drive, right before we gave up the uh, punt return for a touchdown. 
right before halftime. That was great. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so Easton, uh, you know, he's looked okay at times and at other times a little shaky. But, you know, the guy that, to me, Will Clapp is going to be a tough cut. I mean, he made the team last year. He's looking good in training and camp and preseason. And teams are um, desperate for offensive linemen in the NFL. Teams are fucking desperate i cannot especially for a versatile player i mean he played center guard and tackle at lsu like being not terrible at offensive line basically gets you employed now like that's yeah. the bar yeah a uh, crowded animal wanted us to talk about Caden ellis um yeah i have to say the rook the rook looked good he looked good yeah uh, he looked adam big hill good in <laughs> Um, Dave, I think me and you need to mention that Andrew didn't know who Traquan Smith was <laughs> on, um, in a picture. So, I mean, granted, I've made errors on this podcast that are horrific, but Dave, Andrew not knowing who Traquan Smith was in a picture, I mean, that's up there. It's like top five egregious mistakes made by people wait this did podcast. we did we already talk about how you got fooled by the ian rapaport oh we're gonna get to that <laughs> we're gonna get to that that's I a think, great response thank you Dave. i think i Thanks think having my back i think there's a saying uh those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones i think something, something like that. no i got i got got my my dr dickenstein or something he i mean did. i just <laughs> dr dickenstein I just started reading the replies to the to the tweet because uh, at first I was like, "Oh, is this is this true?" And then I read the replies, and all the replies are at or, you know at Doctor Dickenstein or whatever it was, and I'm like, "Wait a minute, Ian Rappaport's Twitter handle isn't in any of this." And I looked up at the original tweet, and I was like, "Oh, this isn't even real." Yeah, I got got. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So the the uh, the whole thing about Traquan, first of all. Could either of you pick Traquan Smith out of a two-person lineup? I couldn't pick yeah, Traquan I, Smith. I, don't if he, know. I wouldn't know Traquan I, Smith if he was Google sitting at the table across from me right now. Yeah. So, it, which is kind of weird because, like, I think back to all the old Saints draft picks. I mean, like, okay. whether it's, uh, I mean, Will Clapp or Anzalone or, um, you know, even like, uh, I mean, PJ Williams, like I know how, what all those guys, Kikaha, I mean, th- those guys maybe stand out, but like, I don't know. I, I just feel like I recognize Saints players and for whatever reason, I think part of it's like, he's not on social media. He's kind of quiet. He never really interviews. Um, you don't see him out a ton in the community. Like Traquan Smith is kind of crazy off the radar in terms of having his helmet off. For whatever reason. So like I realized like I saw a picture of Saints players and one was wearing a PSG jersey, which got me all excited because I'm a big PSG soccer fan. And I somewhat embarrassingly said, hey, does anyone know who the Saints player is wearing this PSG jersey? And it was Traquan Smith. And um, so, yeah, I mean, pretty bad. I mean, that's a key player on the Saints. And, you know, honestly, like he looked a little thick in the chest. So I thought maybe he was a linebacker or something. And I wasn't expecting it to be a receiver. I wasn't expecting it to be Traquan. And fans on the on the Twitters went nuts on me. A couple, yeah, uh, one guy was so offended he unfollowed us. They were roasting you. They were roasting you pretty good. I mean, it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, but see, the thing is with 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 me because I drink. And I'm crippled. I think people have a lower expectation of what I should know about the Saints, Andrew. You, on the other hand, people look up to you. They view you as having knowledge, as breaking down game film, and that sort of thing. So your bar is higher. They, they have they have higher. They ask you to draft you. for their fantasy teams. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you still want me drafting for you, knowing that I don't know? You what don't they, need to know what they look like. They're just names on a screen, Andrew. They're just names on a screen to you, aren't they? They all look the same to you, don't they, Andrew? All (laughs) NFL players, they all look the same. Well, I can tell you one. It's weird, man. Like, I know what Eli Apple looks like, Marcus Williams, Ron Bell, like any of those guys. You, you, You could put them in a lineup of a million people, and I'd be able to pick them out. Traquan Smith? Nope. 
I wouldn't know Vaughn Bell if he came up to me and said, I'm Vaughn Bell. Like, I just, they wear uniforms, they Are wear you, helmets, I don't know what they look like. I'm I don't know, I can picture all those guys. Onyemata, I mean, every single one of those guys, I can picture him. Chris I can Plus pick Smith, Onyemata because I got he, was, nothing. he, was, in the new, he so was in the news in the offseason. So I, I know what Onyemata looks like. Um, Dave, if, if I need to get tickets to the Saints-Jets on Sunday, what, yeah. what app should I use? Oh, I've got this. Uh, look, we always get asked all sorts of questions: who to bet on or who to bet with. We don't always know. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Uh, no, uh, but uh, let me take a second introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Uh, let them take the confusion out of your ticket buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you are getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot marks a great deal, yellow dot is a good deal, and a red dot is a not-so-good deal. So use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers at the stadium on them. So what are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Man. You know, if, if Eric McCoy, I could recognize him too because he's the love child of Drake and uh, what was the other guy? <laughs> Drake and uh, DJ Khaled. Yeah. <laughs> DJ killed it. Uh, we got some good we got some good Twitter questions uh from people. This is from Nola Flint. If I Dave, if I offered you three guaranteed nine and seven seasons under Teddy Bridgewater, would you take that or roll the dice with Taysom at quarterback? That's a good question. Um I, you know, Wait, e- Ebola Teddy or healthy Teddy? <laughs> well, nine and seven, uh, well, it, either way. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Either way, you're getting nine and seven out of him. And, I mean, the problem is, is like nine and – I mean, you know, if you told me – if you said it was nine and seven and you get the wild card every one of those years and then any, and then it's a roll of the dice, then I would say, yeah, I'll take that. But I don't really feel like nine and seven gets you into the playoffs uh, most years. And so – uh, I would I would roll the dice with Taysom. Why not? Let's have some fun. Andrew? It would certainly be a lot of fun. Andrew, you answer that one. That's a good question. I like it. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Taysom Hill's going down in week seven, and he's going on IR. And then what? What do you Teddy, do? Do I, do I get, do I get Teddy after anyway. that? <laughs> well, that's my question. Do I get Teddy after that, or no. do I get like J- JT Barrett? No, you get Teddy. You get, I get Teddy after that. Uh, well, I, get, well, I guess. Get, well, I don't know. No, you get. You get you get forty year old Eli Eli Manning. Eli Apple. No, you get Eli Apple. Eli Apple Manning. I I think I would prefer Eli Apple to Eli Manning at quarterback. <laughs> um, uh, man, I'll be honest with you. A week ago, I would have said Bridgewater unquestionably, and now I'm really not sure. And, you know, I, I mean, I actually think – I kind of hate that people think – experts always think they have the answer. Like, I, I think it should be okay to say I don't know or I'm not sure. And um, I'll be honest. Like, I watch the Saints as close as any of the people listening. And uh, I obsess and overanalyze everything and just like all of you. And I, I'm left – really unsure about who is a better I, prospect between Bridgewater and Hill at this point. I like I really like Teddy Bridgewater and I still think he can be a decent to good quarterback for the Saints if if Breed they win the Super Bowl and Breeze retires after this year. But look, after yesterday I know I don't know sick. anymore, man. I don't know if he's sick or whatever, but I tell you one thing, I ain't fucking paying him more than two years. Like I'll give him two years thirty million and we'll see how it goes, and we'll reassess in 2021 with him and Taysom. But I'm like, he's not get he's not getting the Nick Foles 20 million a year for five years. Like that ain't happening. Um, so it's 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 difficult. Dave, this is a great question. Is the Popeyes chicken sandwich the greatest fast food invention of all time? Um, 
So I actually texted Ralph about this, and I you think did. maybe Andrew and Kevin did. Yeah, yeah. Because that's um, what we do. We text so... about important football topics. <laughs> after, um, after hearing so much about it, I, I was like, I gotta, you know, I gotta try it. So I was driving back from Baton Rouge. And uh, I didn't really have lunch. I ate at like 10 o'clock at like some kid's birthday party. Uh, and uh, so I, I stopped. Well, okay, side note. It wasn't even a real birthday party. It was a fake birthday party because they're opening the new children's museum in City Park. They're moving from downtown on Julia Street to a new facility on City park brand new new construction absolutely gorgeous it's beautiful it's very nice but they were using us as like a test run for birthday parties for hosting birthday parties so it wasn't even the girl's birthday but they still had pizza and cookie cake and they sang happy birthday Wait, when you say you used us who is us like my daughter's class like at school ah, like, okay her friend like her, anyway so anyway so uh so i said oh i gotta try it so i pulled up off the uh, off I ten uh, somewhere around twenty two. So I mean I don't know between like Gonzalez and Laplace, and uh, and I got the spicy chicken sandwich, and uh, I gotta say it was all that in a bag of chips. Um, it was I it's mean it looked amazing. just like it did in the commercial. It's like this really thick piece of of chicken breast, and it's spicy. Uh, I got the spicy, yeah. Yeah, because he's spicy, a man. I think if you don't, if you don't get like the spicy, the like it's not then you shouldn't even get it. Like. Come on now, Jesus! Uh, and I mean, it's got it's the, the breading is nice and crunchy and crisp. And then you know what? Okay, wait. And then it's got these really thick. I've never seen pickles this thick on a sandwich, like a fast food sandwich before. Um, and it was I devoured it in my car as I was driving down I ten. <laughs> Uh, and it was it was fucking delicious. Now, what I will say is, I had another one today. Uh, and I had that one here in New Orleans, and I wasn't really as impressed. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't remember this one having pickles. The pickles kind of make the whole thing. The pickles. The pickles I don't really even like pickles, together. and the pickles make it. Like, it's just, it's so good. The Fredo <laughs> outlines that Dave loves thick pickles. <laughs> <laughs> I do love, I like I... my... Might Men love like, the, the the Popeyes chicken sandwich. It does. It might top the the Bud's Broiler number three with cheddar and hickory sauce. Like it's that good. As far as oh, like, that's what I get. That's what I get. Yeah, it's so good. It, it it's close to that, and it blows Chick Fil A out the fucking water. Like it's. I don't know. I mean, I like. I mean, I'm a big fan of Chick Fil A, but. I, I guess I am kind of getting sick of it or getting used to it or whatever. See, this uh, is the Saints news you guys come for. Yes. You know, the season's yes. almost here. You need hard-hitting Saints news. You want to be informed. You want to know going into the game what you should prepare for, and we're here to deliver. And it's hard. It's hard to compare. It's it's hard to compare the two, the, the Chick Fil A chicken sandwich and the Popeyes. I mean, because honestly, like the Popeyes, the brioche bun, and it's like buttered and greasy, and like so. I think the bread is better with Popeyes, and obviously Popeyes, their chicken is like has like the crispy, crunchy uh, fried batter, whereas uh, the Chick Fil A is like that, you know, well, here's, that thin dried batter. Here's but, I like the spiciness of Chick-fil-A's chicken, here's, though. Here's a question. When the Saints are in the playoffs and they have their snack the night before, and they usually do, like, Chick-fil-A, but I'm going to say they're going to be at home. So Sean Payton's going to have their snack <laughs> is going to be a Popeye's chicken sandwich. Andrew, is Drew Brees going to food shame everyone into not touching them? Because while everybody wants to crush Popeye's chicken sandwich, he's going to be having a piece of toast almond butter and reading a fucking novel by Agatha Christie. <laughs> Wait, I'm not done talking about the chicken sandwich. I'm not done talking about Popeyes. <laughs> Continue. I mean the other thing the other good thing about the Popeyes chicken sandwich is that you don't have to get fries. Like I'm sick of fries as a side. Like everywhere you go you get fries. Like when you go to Popeyes you can get the red beans and rice as a side comes as part of the meal so it's like that's even better because there's you always need an excuse to have Popeye's red beans and rice. Dave hasn't been fired up about anything <laughs> like he's been fired up about the Popeye's. You haven't been as look, excited about anything things, in the Saints look, preseason me, as you there. have there's, there's about this chicken sandwich. To, no, no, wait, wait. There's, there's two things in life that matter to me. 
It's Popeye's chicken sandwich and my boy, little Jordan Humphrey. All right. You remember that. <laughs> you fucking remember that. So I think Breeze will be there with his grandpa glasses on reading his book. And he's going to be snacking on celery sticks with, uh, with <laughs> almond butter, you know, down the, uh, down the sliver there. Just, you know, a little, little, little strip of almond butter on the celery. And he's going to be munching on it. And Teron Armstead's going to look at him about to bite into this big, juicy, delicious chicken sandwich. <laughs> and he's going to look at Breeze. And Breeze isn't going to say anything. He's just going to take a bite of his celery, delicious celery. And then he's going to open his book back up and Armstead's going to put the sandwich down and in his head, he will hear Breeze like he's a little angel on his shoulder saying, do you want to win a Super Bowl or do you want to eat the chicken sandwich? I want to eat the chicken sandwich is what I want to do. I, I can imagine Breeze just like putting the glasses down on his nose and like looking at him and like not like like shaking his head, but just like tilting his head to the side. In a kind of sad way, like, really? Teron, you're really going to do that? No, you're not. And Teron just goes back sadly and puts it back in the bin. And gets injured as he walks over there. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking twists his ankle. High ankle sprain. (sighs) Out for six weeks. So mean, yet so true. Somebody said... uh, it's more like in the chat room said it's more likely that Ralph gives up drinking than Armstead stays healthy for 60 years. <laughs> I also is... like the Saints fat guy happy hour. The, Sa- the Saints fat guy happy hour. Listen, <laughs> we are $80 away from giving you guys a bonus show on Friday. And we, we were thinking we would do fantasy football and gambling, but I'm going to send out a poll to the patrons. And when we hit $1,000 a month, if you guys don't want a gambling show, if you want me and Dave to talk about food, if you want us to do movie reviews, whatever, we'll do what the patrons want. Uh, if you want gambling and food, we'll do that. Uh, so you'll be getting a poll pretty soon because we're excited because the smart people are signing up to be a patron at $10 a month and getting a koozie and getting a magnet, which I got, Dave. They look amazing. You did a wonderful job again. Uh, oh, you, they're you ship, they're shipping out in August. I don't, I don't do anything except order them from a company. <laughs> That's more than I did. So I wonder what spicy chicken sandwiches. I have a Popeyes in Charlottesville. I wonder if, if it would okay, be. Okay, so good. here's no. Okay, so here's the thing. So it's not going to be as good. It's always the best here in the motherland in Louisiana. It's but do you think they even have it? Is it strong. nationwide? Yeah, I think so. The thing about yeah. the thing about Popeyes though, the further you get away from New Orleans. Not yes. only does the quality go down, but Andrew, in Virginia, there's a 50-50 shot that you will order a chicken sandwich and you will get four biscuits and a cup of gravy. <laughs> like, because yeah, the food, I mean, which, I will which would say still be the, very good. Which would it will be very good. The last time I went to Popeye's here in Charlottesville was when the Saints were on that playoff run where, you know, you we were all doing it every Popeyes. weekend. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, I got the red beans every time, and – I've had the red beans in New Orleans, and it tasted very similar. So I will say at least the red beans check out. Um, now, the chicken and the other stuff, I don't know. I I am – the Popeye's red beans and rice – I roomed with a guy in college. His dad owned two Popeye's. So he would really? just bring Popeye's food constantly. And oh I God. ate so much Popeye's red beans and rice in college – like I'm just now starting to not. It ruined you. Yeah, it ruined me for that. Yeah. Um, Wait, so, did you do it during the playoff run? I did. I ate Popeyes, but I didn't do red beans and rice. I did. Well, then the Seattle loss is on you. You didn't eat the beans. <laughs> what did I you did do? Eat... Mashed potatoes. Oh my god! I did God. mashed potatoes. All this time, it was Ralph's fault. We lost. No, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't Ingram fumbling or Colston throwing a backwards pass. It was me. It was my crippled ass. <laughs> um, so I still have nightmares about that Colston lateral. So before we get out of here, and by the way, thanks to everybody in the chat room. It's been amazing. We got like twenty-seven of you people, made probably more. Uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Um, to playing the Jets this Sunday. Is it Sunday? I think it is. Saturday, 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 Saturday. Uh, Dave, what are you, because th- this is the game where we'll probably see a little bit of breeze. We'll see 
Pam Jordan will see the starters for a little extended period. Is there one specific thing that you would want to see that will either ease your mind about a concern for 2019 or you want to see something that will really excite you for 2019? Uh, first of all, I, I, is, I don't, I would be surprised if Drew plays. I don't, I don't think he's going to play at all. Did he play last year in the third game? Yes. He did? Okay. He did. For like a series? Uh, it was maybe a quarter. Okay. A few drives, I think. All right. Um, well, okay. What I would be excited about seeing is I would really like to see some, you know, I would really like to see something from, uh, your UFA uh, son. No, no, no. He's he's in. He's a lock. Um, <laughs> you hear that, coaches? Um, no, what's uh, Cook? I really want. I mean, you know, they worked him in a little bit uh, on Saturday, on Sunday, yesterday. But um, I really, I want to see him. I want to see him like have like a, you know, a, a bust out game. I want to see him put up like you know sixty yards and four catches or something like that, and a touchdown. Andrew, what do you want to see that'll ease your um, mind? Or get my you list is really simple. Number one, I just no injuries to key players. Uh, Not on the offensive like, line, please. Yeah, um, I feel like so far we've been okay with injuries. Although if Craig Robertson is really out for the season, that's sickening. Um, not, I mean, he's a good special teams guy, but also just like, I would hate to lose his energy on the field. Like, I, I feel like he's one of those guys, I mean, football is an emotional game and he's one of those guys in the locker room, um, in the huddle, whatever, on the sideline where like, you just need guys like that. And, yeah. You know, and, and even if he's not making a play on the field, so I would the thing hate is that. For him, that would his, his energy is important if he has to start a game because he's so excited. It, it's infectious and it's fun. I remember remember that San Francisco game a couple years ago where he had the pick and he almost ran it back for a touchdown. Like that is big and it matters if he would have to play. So he, I agree with you. He would be a big loss. But yeah, but assuming you know, besides him, you know, and I Michael Ola, he he was able to walk under his own power. So I, I hope he'll be okay. But I think the Saints are doing pretty good on the injury front so far. I mean, as far as I can tell, no one's had anything serious that's an important player to the team so that's the most important thing for me is just keep that streak going try to get to week one healthy um you know the saints are already without rankings and they're going to be missing on yamada so you know the defensive line in particular um i'm I'm concerned about this mario edwards thing and they got to be healthy so that's the main thing for me but um I mean, I'd be lying if I didn't say I want to see Bridgewater bounce back. Um, you know, I mean, if, if he looks awful again, um, like really bad, like as bad as he looked against the Chargers, then you start to wonder, is he even going to make this team? You know, and I mean, I, I think obviously he probably does, but even if he's awful, but... They're not going to roll with two quarterbacks. No, the pro- especially when they use Taysom, but I don't know, man, like... That would really, if, if he looks god awful again, um, I, my opinion of him really starts to go south. Um, yeah. So I, I'm hoping and expecting him to bounce it'll back. It just mean Drew Brees has good. to play forever. That's what it'll mean. Right. Yeah, well, he might. But um, so those are the two main things. But uh, you know, Bridgewater, he's got he's got to bounce back from that. I mean, that was awful. I want to see continued good play from from Hendrickson or Davenport or somebody else on the defensive line not Cam Jordan because I'm worried about where they are there especially um with the injury they had Sheldon Rankins and um Mario Edwards Mario Edwards was hurt so I'm I'm concerned about it. I just I just like to see a little something something and Trey Hendrickson gave it to us against the the you know on on Sunday, so um, the Chargers, the Chargers, yeah, I they played the Chargers, Ralph. <laughs> I've already forgot about it. That's how that's how memorable that shit was. I've already forgotten who they played. Although I was surprised the stadium was was uh, was uh, surprisingly full. Uh, Isn't that stadium like thirty thousand? 
not even. It's like twenty five thousand. But still, it's a preseason yeah, wow. game, and no one gives a shit about the uh, no one gives a shit about the Chargers in L.A. So I was surprised by it. So that's what I want to see. I want to see the defensive line or the pass rush give me a little something. Um, so this has been uh, Saints Happy Hour for a Monday. Thanks for joining us, guys. We went back to the twenty dollar headset. Good audio from me. Uh, good audio from Dave. Andrew was up and down, but he was good enough. It's, it's Saints Happy Mine's, Hour. Our, our standards aren't mine's, Come on. Mine's always on point. You, I always bring my A game. <laughs> my sound. Must. I always bring my A sound game. I, I love that we just, uh, on this podcast, drove up Popeyes' business significantly. Popeyes I, I, all of our listeners in the chat are going going there now. <laughs> if you Popeyes, if you want a sponsor, baby, we are we are open for business. Uh, so I'll read the right ad. So one last thing, we migrated to Art Nineteen. If you were having trouble finding us in whatever podcast app or feed or thing you use to listen to us, if you're having trouble, please DM us on Twitter, uh, and we'll make sure that it. Uh, gets taken care of but for andrew for dave for kevin in st louis who's mia again i'm ralph uh until next week the bar is closed